Fierce ladies, welcome to the Moms in Real Estate podcast, where we unleash our unapologetic power to share the raw truth of our journeys. Brace yourself for a dose of empowerment, education, and encouragement like never before. I'm Kristen, a relentless entrepreneur obsessed with connecting and uplifting fellow boss babes. In this podcast, we're all about getting down to business, conquering motherhood, nurturing relationships, and so much more. Get ready to dive into the nitty gritty, embrace the hustle, and unravel the secrets of success in the world of real estate. We're here to ignite your fire, equip you with the knowledge, and unleash your limitless potential. Tune in as we redefine what it means to be a true boss babe. Welcome to the Moms in Real Estate podcast. Today, we're thrilled to have Jacqueline Cato, a seasoned California real estate professional with two decades of experience. Jacqueline is a proud mother of two accomplished young men and specializes in listing and selling assisted living facilities. Jacqueline is now an empty nester who looks forward to growing her real estate team and expanding courses for agents. Join us as we explore her inspiring journey and gain insights into her victories, challenges, and the wisdom she's gained. Welcome, Jacqueline. Hello, hello. How's it going, Jacqueline? Hello, hello. I'm so glad to be here. I have been so excited to have you on. I feel like it's been forever since we've been connected, and finally, today's the day that we're recording. Yes, and I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk. Well, you have such a unique real estate business. I have been in the business for eight years and I've never met anybody that specializes in what you specialize in. So I want you to tell everybody kind of let's start with how did you get into real estate and how did you get into the niche that you got into? Perfect. Perfect. Um, And that's the biggest question I get asked all the time by agents and brokers. So let me share a little bit about my story. Um, My story starts in 2007. I went through a very contentious divorce, um, had two kids, two and a half years old, five years old, um, a drained bank account, um, a hefty mortgage and a hefty car note. That was my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I started rebuilding, climbing the hill of life again. And my initial perspective was about my life was don't blame anybody else for where you are and that I would get further if I took control over where I was myself. So what did I do next? Um, In a, it was a stressful time. I wasn't sleeping. Um, I was down to a size six. Oh my God. That's probably every woman's dream, but it wasn't mine. Um, I went from a 10 to a six and it was just a very stressful time, but that was the time when I met the most broken version of me. It was the most broken version of myself. Um, I got my real estate license in 2007, signed on with a small boutique brokerage. Two years later, I hustled myself through and applied for my broker's exam. Well, even though I have a master's degree, I failed it three times. (laughs) So um, that was a whole test about persistence. And if you want it bad enough, you're going to keep doing it because all you need is one yes, right? Mm -hmm. So I decided to get my broker's license because I figured I wanted to keep 100% of my money if I was doing 100% of the work. So it was like, this is my first step to getting me and my kids back on track. 
So I went from earning 50K a year. I thought I was like over the moon. It was like the most ex exciting thing that ever happened to me. Even though I was doing that in the, the world of nine to five, it was like, okay, but this was on my own. So it had a different significance. So I went from earning 50K a year to earning six figure commission checks. So um, most importantly, I was able to get us out of a financially tight situation where my ends weren't meeting financially. And as a, I used to work for child protective services when I was working in the world of nine to five. And I knew that one of the dynamics in your family is children can feel your tension, right? Mm -hmm. They can feel when things are tight. They can feel a parent's anxiety and stress. And whether it's verbally or physically, they can feel it. And I wanted to make sure I made that change so my kids could feel better about our home environment. That's huge for a lot of people right now. Yeah. Um, so how did I start selling care homes? I met someone, I don't believe it was by chance. I believe it was by destiny. I met somebody because I believe that everything we do is not by coincidence. Yeah. So I met a broker. I, I, let me back up. I had clients who I met and they said, we want to buy a care home. And I said, okay, great. I knew nothing about selling a care home. I didn't know any agents or brokers in the business. It was like, I'm going to figure it out. So I they came to me with a listing and they said, could you check this out for us? Sure. I called the broker. I said, can I meet at the facility so I can see it? I saw the facility and I said, I don't know anything about selling a care home. So I was up front. So I wasn't going to fake my way through. So I said, I don't know anything about it. Can you help me? And she said, yes. And she walked me through, she mentored me, and she said, I'm going to make you an expert at selling care homes. And she did. That's exactly what happened to me. And I'm forever grateful. And um, I closed that first transaction. And that first transaction was probably more than most of the typical agents make in three transactions. And I said, I'm hooked. Yeah. If I can do less work in the sense of showing 30 properties on a weekend and being away from my kids and I can make more money, I'm ready to go. And I love healthcare and I love people. So that's my story. Do you feel like this was something that, do you feel like this is something that any agent, no matter what city you're in could totally do? Yes. Okay. You can do care homes. They are in every state. They're in every area that you're in. They're mandated by the state. So they're licensed facilities. You're not just selling like a transitional independent home. You're selling a license by the state facility. They're in every city. They're in every county. Um, the rules are a little bit different in terms of whether or not you can do a dual transaction. Like Florida, you can't do dual transactions. But high volume senior states, uh, Michigan, Iowa, Texas, Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, California, um, Arizona. Um, I've 
in my journey now, I'm meeting agents from probably I've met agents in about 20 to 30 states Oh yeah, who have taken up that charge. of I need to do something different in my business because business is not moving. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure right now yeah. you're getting a lot of people because you do a lot of master classes um, to start teaching this stuff. And I'm sure you're having people just like want to be on those calls to figure out what else they can be doing right now. Yes, I'm getting agents from everywhere. And it's it's like a crisis moment. Interest rates are high um, and inventory is low. So what else can I do to make myself stand out as an agent so buyers and sellers can see me? Yeah. Right now, you just want to be seen <laughs> to be able to have the opportunity to get the business, right? Yeah. So let's, let's go through a little bit like, um, you know, on your journey, like you, how did you mm -hmm. change your mindset and how did you know that like, okay, this is up to me to change my mindset. And you had two little kids at home. Like, was there anybody that kind yeah. of helped you with that? Or was that just all on your own? I mean, you need community to be anything right now. Mm -hmm. um, you, I don't believe that life is a solo journey. No way. Um, you need community. You know, I have church community. I have a large friend community. I have my tight homie community of girlfriends um, who, who said, let's go shopping. You know, I got it. Let's go. You know, I have tons of, of people that encourage me to keep going. So at one point I didn't know where I was going, but I just knew I had to put one foot in front of the other. I mean, so at some points I would drop my kids off at school and sit in the car like, okay, so what do you do next? Yeah. And, um, you got to be able to be brave enough to make the shift. Yeah. That's what I say. So that's where it starts. That's internally though. I don't think that's externally because sometimes you don't know where the shift's going to happen. Like it happened for me. Um, I went from shifting from the darkest chapter in my life um, to being introduced to the strongest version of myself. Mm -hmm. So that's, that was the shift. Um, and what I can say is when I made that shift and things started happening, um, I started learning the assisted living business. I started learning senior care. I started touring facilities just to see what the products look like out there. Um, and I can say from that journey for me, I love her. I love her strength. I love her peace. I love her friends. I love her family. I love everything that has encompassed me. And the point is you don't stop. You got to keep loving yourself. Yeah. Especially as women, mm -hmm. especially as women. Um, I mean, the, 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 the pressure is always on to look younger, to be prettier, to have a smaller waist, but you got to love yourself today, right now in the middle of all this chaos that's going on in the marketplace. You got to love you first. Yeah. yeah, that is definitely hard. I feel like, you know, anytime I get a compliment or I compliment somebody, I think the initial reaction is like, oh, like if somebody says, oh, like you look so pretty today, you're kind of like, oh, like, no, you look pretty. Like you almost just don't want to <laughs> accept it. And it's like we should accept that kind of stuff. You do. Um, I think that we don't give ourselves enough credit. I agree. Especially as women. Um, especially as women who are also possibly moms, um, who juggle many hats. As soon as we wake up in the morning, we're juggling, 
right? Mm-hmm. We're juggling um, our kids. We're juggling a spouse or partner. We're juggling schedules. So one of the things that's helped me, um, my kids are older now. They're both in college. But my push was, I want you to be the best version of yourself. And I don't want to put the pressure on you of what I didn't accomplish for myself on my children. Yeah. Hi, it's Barbara with your tax coach. And we love helping entrepreneurs save money on their taxes. Here's a quick tax tip. Did you know that if you make more than $150,000 per year, if you have losses on your real estate properties, they can actually be limited or you might not be able to take any of them on your tax returns unless you can qualify as a real estate professional, also known as rep status. If your accountant hasn't talked to you about rep status, please give us a follow at your tax coach. For more info, follow us on Instagram at yourtaxcoach or go to our website, yourtaxcoach.com. So tell us a little bit about, because you said your sons were two and five when you first got your real estate license. Mm-hmm. So, and you had, you said one of the biggest joys that you've had is taking them in um, through like showing them the long-term care homes and what you're doing with them. And um, tell me a little bit about like, how did you as a single mom balance building this business and having these young kids? Mm. I took a lot of breathers. Um, I didn't have a Peloton back then, <laughs> uh, but I had a treadmill. Um, so, you know, I just, I just, number one, I relied on my faith. Okay. So number two, um, I relied on people to help me, which is really hard because I was like, no, I got it. No, leave me alone. I can juggle 12 hats. I don't need you. You know, because I felt like I had something to prove because I felt like because of divorce, I failed. Mm-hmm. And you you find out and realize that that's not the end of your story. That's just a comma. Mm-hmm. So it's not a period. Mm-hmm. So I had to have enough wherewithal to let people help me. I remember times when I would have a listing appointment at a care facility and I didn't have a sitter. And I would ask the seller, hey, I have my kids with me. Is that okay to bring them? And they would be like, yeah, sure, bring them. We don't care. You know, um, so I did whatever I had to do to make it. Mm -hmm. And my goal, when I thought about motherhood, I wanted my kids in private school. Mm -hmm. I wanted my kids, I wanted to be able to be that mom to go on field trips to be at, you know, their basketball games, their football games. I didn't want to be that mom who was absent. Mm -hmm. And I know some people have to be absent, but that wasn't my going to be my journey. So whatever I needed to do to put myself in a position financially to make that happen, it was all bets are off. Let's go. Yeah. So I grinded. I grinded to do postcards. And back then the postcards, I wasn't doing mail merge. I would sit there with a thousand postcards, peeling off the labels and doing postcards, whatever you have to do. Mm -hmm. So, and you have to remember that life goes in seasons. It goes in seasons. So just like our natural seasons change, your season is going to change where you're not taking the worst listings from the worst clients that make you roll your eyes <laughs> and grit your teeth. And you're like, if I had a choice, I would never work for you. 
Yeah. So it could change to the point where you can actually choose your clients. Yeah. And, and say, I love, yeah, I love the people that I work with. I love my clients. And some of your clients become your family, your extended family, because there's a connection, a bond that happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. And I love that. And, you know, I was telling you before we got on here, I wanted to tell you something. So yesterday I had, um, I do workshops every other month. I call them pop-up workshops. And yesterday was a workshop that we created called From Passion to Profit. And it was all on course creation. And I was like, I'm so excited to talk to you about you creating a course because you've had this, um, you know, this long journey, this, uh, you know, you have so much knowledge in an area where a lot of people don't. How did you even hear about course creation? I know for me, I hear about it all the time. It's the buzz. I feel like tons of people at the brokerage I'm I'm at EXP Realty and tons of people have these uh, courses and then you're just seeing all this stuff. So tell me, how did you come and stumble across courses and decide like, I'm going to build this and I want to know how hard it was too. like, tell me all about it. In 2020, you know, everybody was having their come to Jesus moment. (laughs) Like, um, am I where I should be in life? Um, you know, because everything was shut down. So people weren't working as much and some people were working a lot in the real estate industry because business was really moving. Um, people were moving out of state. They were making moves that they had thought about for years. People were taking their early retirements because it's like life now was put into a microscope where we were thinking seriously about what are you doing with your time? Mm -hmm. You know, and and making sure you understood that money is not our greatest commodity time is Mm -hmm. you can make more money, but you can't get more time. (coughs) So I had that moment because through the years I would have agents say, how do you do what you, how can I start doing what you're doing? Well, can you teach me? Mm -hmm. Is there a class? And as I started researching, it was like, (coughs) there is no one teaching this. And sometimes you don't realize for the problem, you are the solution. Yes, I love that. So they're waiting on you. (laughs) And I was like, hmm. So I started every day. I would leave my house and I would go for three months straight when we were locked down and I left my house. I would go to my favorite alternative location where I find the most joy, which is Pete's. Pete's coffee. Oh, I'm serious. That's funny. Um, So I would go there and I would sit down and I would just write. So in 90 days, I created a course. Love that. um, Which was 20 years of working in the assisted living business. I produced the course in 90 days of how do you get started? And this was for anybody who knows nothing about healthcare, about facilities. Yeah. And um, from there, I hired someone to um, put the course together after I created it. And this is where I stand um, three years later, teaching live courses um, to agents all across the country who want to find their lane. Uh, The biggest problem with real estate agents is they don't know where to go after they get their license. They think they're just going to arrive and and the entire world is going to say, okay, come list my property or help me find a house. And we all know that's not reality. You got to go out there and find it. Or if you're in a specific niche, they're going to come find you in a niche. Your phone will never stop ringing. Yeah. My phone has never stopped ringing for 20 years. 
and I've never had to get a side hustle, which is big. <laughs> I mean, which that is, is big. that's huge. And I think like one reason I really wanted to like talk about your course too is one, I think that everyone that is thinking about, you know, going into doing what she does is like get that course. I think it would be so valuable. Yeah. But also I love opening people's eyes into creating other income streams. And when I was learning about the path on how you create courses yourself, I think anyone can do it. Um, and I just feel like um, hearing your story and like if it was a struggle for you, I know that one thing we talked a lot about yesterday is when you're building out a course, you might feel like, oh my gosh, like who's going to buy this from me? Like, why would they buy this from me? Almost having this imposter syndrome and like getting through that. And we talked about just um, tons of different tactical stuff around it. I found it so interesting. So did you have that moment where you were like nervous to actually like put it out there to everybody? Um, you're always second guessing yourself, even if you're you're the best. Yeah. Um, and other people are telling you you're the best. But again, you got to believe you're the best. You really do. And you have to believe that your story is not just credible, but it could be lucrative. Yeah. So, and most people think, how do I monetize this? That's the biggest thing. So people are sitting on ideas. They're sitting on life experiences that could be very beneficial to help other people get out of their ruts. Um, they're sitting on a lot of knowledge and they say that the most wealthiest place is the graveyard. That's where people die with their dreams and their visions. Yeah. Wow. That's the wealthiest place. Yeah. So you got to be confident enough to get it out, to get that gift out and monetize, monetize it to its maximum potential. And you never know whose life you're going to change. So it's not about the money. It's about the purpose. So your life got to have purpose. And if you if you have to dig a little deeper, because a lot of people say, I don't know my purpose. How do I find what what I'm good at? I, I even tell my kids they're 19 and 21 now. And they feel like they don't need me unless it's for cash. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but the biggest thing I tell them is, what is it that brings you joy? What is it that you would do if no one was paying you? Yeah. What is it that you love to do um, if no one wants to do it but you? I love to teach. I love to see the bells go off in someone's head that you. I think you can see externally uh, when they get it. Um, so yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I love that so much. And you've been you've brought so much value to our audience today. I so appreciate it. If somebody is interested in um, being in community with you or learning from you, um, what is the best way for them to connect with you? They can connect with me on social media, um, on Facebook. It's my name, Jacqueline Cato. Okay. Um, you can also connect with me on Instagram and TikTok, Jacqueline Cato, or All Things Assisted Living. And I just want to point out real quickly, there's a mini listing course and there's a two-day course, which covers everything. If you just want to learn how to get listings in less than 30 days, connect. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Th thank you so much, Jacqueline. You're welcome. It's been great. Let's do it again sometime. Oh, my gosh. I would love to. All right. Bye. Yes. Bye.
Hi, it's Kim and Whitney from Real Social Agent, and we love helping real estate professionals create social media content that helps them grow their business. If you're a real estate professional looking to save time and create more effective content, we're about to make your life so much better. You're amazing at what you do, and we're here to make sure everyone else knows that. From social media coaching to custom content creation, our job is to make you shine. Follow us on Instagram at Real Social Agent or download our free Reels 101 library at the link in the show notes. Thanks, friend, for listening to the podcast. We love having you in our community. If you enjoyed our podcast, please leave us a review or share it with a friend. Also, we'd love to connect with you on Instagram. Go follow us at Moms in Real Estate.